Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole <laughs> and if you love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like that subscribe maybe that notification bell too all really helps out the channel and let's dive in to today's first story much love guys and today's first story comes from okprogrammer382 who asks am i the asshole for not donating my bone marrow to my birth father Just a throwaway cause I have friends on reddit and I haven't talked to them about this. I 17 male am adopted. My birth parents weren't able to care for a newborn and I ended up in foster care cause of it. I was adopted by my family when I was two. I have a very happy life. One I likely wouldn't have with my birth parents. About a month ago my birth parents got into contact with my family. Long story short, my birth father is sick and and needs a bone marrow transplant. They are on a wait list but haven't heard back just yet. I am the only child they ever had and odds are I am a match. Pretty much they wanted my parents to get me tested and then donated my bone marrow to him. My parents told me that's up to me and after some thought, I said no. I don't know them other than they gave birth to me. They have no part of my life whatsoever and now they suddenly need me. Well, they send my parents a nasty message saying they can sue to force me to donate my marrow. I do feel a little bad, but I feel like this isn't my problem. Am I the asshole? Now we do have some, uh, some additional information which OP put on this post and then we'll cover some of the comments afterwards. So, hey Reddit, sorry right after I posted I went to the store with my mum. Just wanted to clear up some things I read in the comments. I'm a boy, but flattered some of you think I'm pretty enough to be a girl. I have no contact or anything with my birth parents. From what my parents told me, I was put into foster care when I was less than a month old. That is how they got me and they decided to adopt me, which was finalized when I turned two. I have four siblings and I have a great life. They told me when I was old enough that I am adopted, but outside of that, I have no idea who my birth parents were or what they even looked like. Someone said I should do it because what if I need medical information? Want to get to know them or something like that? Yeah, no, I have no desire to get to know these people. None. I have no desire to seek out grandparents, cousins and uncles. I don't want to know if some form of rare cancer runs in the family because they are not my family. I haven't spent 17 years of my life with them. Why would I want to get to know them? Edit. For those of you who keep saying you should reconsider it, how about you donate to him? My parents told me to think about it. I thought it and the answer is no. No, I'm not doing it. That's it. And it sounds like we went into the next morning because he said morning Reddit. It's early. I'm getting ready for school between typing this. Read more comments this morning and and again, let me clear something all. My egg and sperm donors didn't lovingly give me up. I was taken. My parents don't know the exact reason because that information was never released to them. 
They were told, and I quote, it wasn't a good environment for a child. I was taken. Even if they had given me up, doesn't mean I owe them anything. Not like I was asked to be born like every freaking child on this green earth. If being born means I am suddenly in debt to them, I would have been the slowest sperm you ever seen. I would have happily raced into a sock. <laughs> you all can be a bunch of hypocrites. In one breath, you say there are kids in foster care who need a home. Well, I was a foster kid who was given a home by two loving parents. Then in the next breath, you are saying, what about your family? I have a family. They have raised me for 17 years. Medical history? Some very helpful people have privately messaged me to let me know that in 2021, I can get all that shit without ever having to speak to these people again, ever. Amazing how fast science has come, right? I'm going to be showing this to some of my friends today because I have to admit, I'm over it. It's not my problem if this man dies. And again, some people have pointed out in the comments, odds are I wouldn't be a match anyway. And he's been lucky getting a donor off the list. And it will be faster than waiting on me to get tested, only to be told I'm not a match anyway. And again, with those on your hill screaming, well, wouldn't you donate to a stranger? I donate blood, mostly because it gets me out of PE class. I like to donate blood. If someone receives that blood, then congratulations. I put no more thought into it besides that. Even if they had come to my parents and said, hey, you adopted our son and, well, we need a favor. Sorry to ask, blah, blah. My answer would still have been no. I did my own research and found plenty of stories of kids who were used like gold mines for their genetic materials by their parents to save their siblings or a family member. And that is all they were to their families. Someone who had the right match. I don't owe them anything. I don't care if she spent eight hours in labor with me. They aren't my family. I have a wonderful family who are supporting me right now. Also, my parents are working on finding how the hell they even knew where I was because my adoption was a closed one. They had their rights terminated when I was taken. They shouldn't know shit about me. I don't know if they are contacting a lawyer or anything. I know they are pretty upset about all of this. I have to go to school. Later. And that was the last post from that. There was no more additional information on that. And as far as I know, they definitely can't sue you for giving bone marrow. And I'm, and I'm pretty certain you can't be forced to do that unless there's some weird ass law that I haven't heard of before. And I remember watching a documentary on, on like giving bone marrow and various other procedures before. And I heard it can be really painful or is really painful. And I think it simply comes down to your body, your choice. You don't know these people. Sure, they were your birth parents, but like you said, you have a family who's loved you all your life. And I know people could be desperate in, in situations like these, but to automatically turn to threatening to sue you for this because you won't give up a part of your body like that. You know, it's, it's very concerning and, it's, it's, and I wanna say it says a lot about them as a person, but Let's cover the comments to see what they say. Project Craze says, not the asshole. I'm no doctor, but I hear donating bone marrow can be a very risky procedure. I almost burst out laughing in the freaking office when I read they'd sue you to force you. They'd be laughed out of court, assuming they even get that far. Edit, slight misunderstanding. Not as bad as I initially thought. Cool Stuff Slick Stuff says, not the asshole. I donated bone marrow to my sister five years ago. It was no small thing had complications with a surgery, couldn't walk for two weeks, etc. It was really, really painful. 
I was going to give you a sort of pet talk about doing it anyway, since you would be potentially saving a life, even if it's the life of a complete stranger. That was until I read the line about how they threatened to sue you to force you to donate. That's the most tragically hilarious thing I've ever read. You cannot force a person to undergo a voluntary surgery. You should call their bluff. Aggravating patient 18 says, not the arsehole. How dare they threaten you like that? They gave up all the rights to you at birth and are now still not wanting a relationship just for you to undergo a medical procedure to save his life. Way to go, guys. They could have asked to meet you so they could plead their case, but they went nuclear. Ignore them. Maybe a walrus says, not the arsehole. Even if this person was present in your life, it would have been your call. Your body, your choice. By the way, they can't force you legally. Worst case scenario, if they force to get you tested, just tell the doctor that you don't want to donate, but that they force you to be there. There isn't a single doctor that would allow you to donate after that, and he will probably just tell your family that you are not a match so you can move on without any further issues. And one more from Evocative Enigma who says and quotes, well, they send my parents a nasty message saying they can sue to force me to donate my marrow. Then goes on to say, your birth father is an arsehole and the legal system would throw the book at him if he tried. You can go into a doctor, tell your father you are being tested and tell the doctor that you were coerced into the procedure and don't want to do it. And the doctor will tell them that you aren't a match, but no one legally has a claim to your body and his lawsuit is ridiculous. This is just a tip if you want to get out of it quickly without dealing with his legal nonsense claims. Not the arsehole. If they do try to sue, counter sue for harassment and all legal fees occurred. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Our next story comes from Defined Figure 139 who says, am I the arsehole for making my boyfriend feel uncomfortable after he insisted on joining us on girls night in? My boyfriend, male 27, started asking to join me in my girls night in. Every time I tried to say no, he'd be like, I have to join you or you'll have to cancel. It made me and the girls miserable having to sit there with him in the middle. This past Friday, he insisted to join us again. I had enough. I came up with an idea to get him to hate hanging out with us, made a plan and told the girls what we were going to do and that they were down for it. The girls came and my boyfriend immediately sat with us and started ruining our conversations by steering them towards him, his work and his achievements. So here's what I did. I started bringing up gross and embarrassing subjects and the girls were eating them up by talking about them in details. Subjects like sex, periods, his most sensitive spots, cramped diarrhea, hairy legs, fart getting trapped in the vulva and coming out the front, squeezing shit out of our faces, cramped diarrhea, dirty underwear, and again, cramp and diarrhea. Triple cramp and diarrhea. Oofage. <laughs> we talked about this stuff in boring details, like I could feel his discomfort without even looking at him. But God, when I turned to see why he got quiet suddenly, he was getting red in the face and had sweat all over his forehead. I bet he found himself unable to relate to these subjects, thus couldn't take part in the conversation. He got up from the couch, ready to head out. I looked at him and asked where he was going and he was like, I just, uh, I just remember that I have an important meeting with a guy in about 10 minutes and uh, I've got to go now. He rushed out, telling us to have fun. The girls and I started laughing hysterically. He came home and berated me saying I made him feel uncomfortable and sick with a horrible subject I kept bringing up. I said, what are you talking about? This is the typical stuff girls talk about all the time. 
but he insisted I made him upset and caused him to leave. He declined to speak to me and has been quiet since then. And there's a mini update, which I don't think adds too much value, but I cover it anyway, which says update your wow. Just got home and left this post at 70-ish comments. And here I am looking at hundreds of comments, but only read a bunch. You guys, thank you so much for your feedback and enlightening advice. Just to add context, this is his apartment. He tells me who is and isn't allowed to come. And I thought this was fine since it's his place, though I help with the bills, but he makes so much more as the head of security in his company, so that's that. I just can't believe how dense and blind I've been to his negative ways. He's still giving me the silent treatment and I've decided it's just a lot to take. And so I'm temporarily moving in with one of the girls and, and will now be definitely reconsidering a few things. Just wanted to keep you guys updated since many of you got engaged in this post. Thank you so much for DMing me their concerns. Appreciate your time and concerns. Many hugs to you guys. I really appreciate you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Your and to me in this one, there was immediate red flags in that very first paragraph. I have to join or you'll cancel. And the fact, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in his position, you know, being sat in the middle of this girl group when they're trying to have this girl's night in. And I'd be just like, how awkward is that? And to talk about, sit there and talk about yourself and just think this is okay. Holy moly, not the arsehole to me. And happy to see that OP is considering a couple of things. But JL says, the big question is, why are you choosing to be with a man that refuses to respect your right to hang out with other people without him? Front World says, not the asshole. I have to join or you have to cancel is controlling. Rethink your relationship with him. Bobble Drew says, not the asshole, but there's nothing funny about this story. Your boyfriend is attempting to exert coercive control over your actions. Look up. There are red flags flying from all the flagpoles. Dogs reading books as well. He wanted to be a part of girls night. He finally was, not the arsehole. Also, in quotes, I have to join you or you're cancelled. Then goes on to say, the fuck is wrong with your boyfriend? And one more from euphoric round 5182 who says, not the arsehole, but you are missing the forest for the trees. You're congratulating yourself on grossing him out into leaving and ignoring the real problem. He has all the hallmarks of an abuser controlling you, attempting to isolate you, shaming you about basic functions of your body. You need to dump this guy. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in this situation? Do you see these as red flags as well? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. 
And our next story comes from Quit It With The Names, who says, am I the asshole for telling my coworker she can quit it with branding her cubicle? I work in an office with Olga, 20s female, and Jesse, 20s non-binary. Olga and Jesse have a lot of bad blood that sort of boiled to the surface in the last year or so. Olga is not feminine at all. She likes to wear bespoke suits, keep her hair in a pixie cut, and typically uses more men's inspired things. You would never catch her dead with anything pink or sparkly on her person. Jesse took this to mean that Olga isn't heteronormative and isn't either non-binary or trans. Olga has made it clear that she doesn't ID herself as such and gets really angry whenever Jesse brings it up. In the last few months, Jesse started calling Olga by a more masculine version of her name. Let's say Oleg. This really set Olga off and she would shut down anyone who would dare call her Oleg. It got to the point where she started branding her cubicle as being an strictly Olga space. I mean, everything in her office has a name on it. Her stationery reads, from the desk of Olga. Her pens have a name on it. She has coffee cups, wall prints, plaques, and even a jelly bean jar has a name branded on it. It was funny at first, but kind of looks a little obnoxious compared to everyone else. Like when you see it, every inch of space seems to be branded with her name. Well, due to some stuff relating to harassing Olga and some other people and some other related issues, Jesse was fired last month. Since then, Olga still hasn't taken down any of her personalized cubicle stuff. Earlier this week, I met up with her in the office break room and we got to talking. She's been happy that Jesse is gone and I brought up, so now that Jesse is gone, don't you think it's time to take down some of your Olga stuff? It's looking kind of obnoxious. Olga told me to shove it, <laughs> along with something in Ukrainian that I can't repeat here, and has been ignoring me since then. My coworkers heard what was going on and think that I overstepped her boundaries, even though they also think her choice of office decor is obnoxious too. Like, we get it, your name is Olga. No need to have it out in the open anymore now that Jesse is gone. My coworkers still think that it was out of line for me and to keep my mouth shut. But let's be real here. Everyone thinks her cubicle is becoming an eyesore. We miss that James Bond slash bespoke British aesthetic she had before. Am I the arsehole? And I've immediately got a question on this one as I was reading it, and I know we're not gonna get the answer to it, and it may be just the way it was worded here, but she's been tormented by Jesse for being masculine, and you know, Jesse was calling her a masculine version of her name, turned it to Oleg, the example was. But then it said, this really set Olga off and she would shut down anyone who would dare call her Oleg. So it doesn't feel like this was just isolated to Jesse and but other coworkers were doing it at the same time. So it's not just about Jesse disappearing. And I may be looking into it too much, but you know, the sentence says it just there. And you're definitely the asshole to me in this situation. I mean, why are you so bothered with what she's doing with her desk? If you don't like it, don't bloody look at it. And I may be just like, this is a total reaching statement, but I don't know. But to me, the way this is worded and stuff, it just felt like, you know, OP was a part of this whole thing with Jesse and, and between Olga as well and was maybe getting involved in the whole naming thing. So I don't blame Olga for wanting to name her stuff. And I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't affect you at all. So just butt out of it. Or as Olga said, shove it. <laughs> But Sunflowery says you're the asshole info. What did you do or say to help Olga deal with the bullying? Did you ever stand up for her? Did you ever mention to a supervisor or HR that Jesse's behavior was inappropriate 
or did you just stand by and watch it happen? Then get upset because Olga hasn't moved on quickly enough from the workplace harassment. Gemma2 says, Info, why does it bother you so much how she decorates her workspace? To which OP replied to him, because it's annoying to look at. Plus, Olga only did it because Jesse kept misnaming her. And since Jesse is gone, isn't it time Olga knocks it off? Nana Leone says, You're the arsehole. You trying to take over Jesse's role of the office bully? Shaggy Maggie says, You're the arsehole and pretentious. Olga can decorate her cubicle as she sees fit, so long as it doesn't violate any workplace policies. I agree with your co-workers. You are out of line and should have kept your mouth shut. Fire inside of me says you're the asshole. Does it physically or mentally hurt you or is it just an eyesore? Has our work suffered or is it just an eyesore? Is it attracting pests or is it just an eyesore? Who cares if it's obnoxious to you and others supposedly? It's not harming anyone. And one more from Kitten1412 who says you're the asshole. Olga was the one being harassed for not being feminine enough. It's up to Olga to decide when slash if she's ready to take down these things she put up in defense of herself. Writing her name on a stapler isn't hurting you, so you need to butt your nose out of it. Now, I turn this one to you guys. What do you think of OP in this situation? Do you think there was more going on? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. It's absolutely amazing of you to do so, and I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. If you haven't made it this far, please consider hitting that like button. It really helps out the channel and the video as well. At the very end, there's going to be a couple of playlists there that you can click through and it scroll through all the various videos on this channel. Over a thousand at this point, so absolutely keep you going for a little while, I think unless you've already watched them before, <laughs> as some of you have told me. Don't forget to let me know what you're up to whilst listening. I always love to hear it, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 